Hello everyone. Welcome to Fresh Thoughts powered by Freshworks. My name is Deepti and I am your host for this podcast. Today with us we have Kalyan Raman Parthasarathy who is our director customer success for Freshworks Global. I'm very excited that uh, we have you on our podcast. Uh, and can you please talk a bit about yourself? How long have you been with Freshworks and a bit about your experience and your career? Yeah, hi. Thank you Deepthi. Thank you for having me here. Uh I've uh, worked in uh means I joined when it was Fresh Desk Inc. Uh so overall I have 5 years of 5 plus years of experience now. And uh so prior to this I was working with uh, Zoho. Mhm. And uh so I started off as a support engineer and then moved on to do uh pre-sales engineering for about a 2-3 years mm-hmm. and then moved on to do a content marketing and then from there onwards I took over the entire marketing I was handling the digital marketing and the content marketing strategy and all of that when I joined here I, uh, at Freshworks I joined uh, that was a little funny because my title was marketing manager though I was doing uh, outbound uh, reach outs and was doing outbound sales Uh, lead gen to a conversion then i was always passionate about product and uh, girish gave me that opportunity to uh, do the onda to of fresh team mm-hmm. so i played the product manager role and then i moved to customer success now having good customer success in order to keep uh, our customers happy is uh, i think a requirement for any company certainly given that uh, the saas adoption or uh, more and more applications are being served as a service and customer success has become an inevitable uh, part of a go to market strategy nowadays i'm very curious to know why is customer success important uh, for a saas organization like ours or any organization so okay i tried understanding because customer success was a new word to me because mm-hmm. um uh all we are aware of is just customer support right. for a very long time and prior to that whether the uh, upsell or a cross sell kind of scenario wasn't it it was existing right so then who was doing that mm-hmm. uh, it was predominantly done by account managers and uh, what they used to do is uh, they just go talk to the customer they uh, they prop they are paid or they are incentivized to sell more and more to the customer uh so that is how it was uh but customer success just changes that a little bit it brings in more customer perspective to uh the account expansion uh because now even the sale is now a consultative sale uh, that that's how it is today right so you can guide the customer to make the right decision right right so uh similarly means product adoption is given more importance these days when compared to pushing the customer for expansion or selling more to them so i think the the whole dynamics around how you manage the customer changed significantly um it's the way i'm thinking about it is uh based on so if you look at saas as an industry mm mm-hmm. I want my customer to stay with me for longer tenure because I know um from an economic standpoint it is it is very important for me to retain the customer 
as long as I can. Right. And uh, so most SaaS companies have upfront marketing cost. Means my break even, my payback happens at a later point in time. Mm-hmm. So I need to ensure the customers stay with me. Right. Right. So the economics changed with SaaS industry getting right. into play. Now this wasn't there maybe 10 years before because mostly on-prem products were sold. Right. Even if I make one sale happen, I'm just going to make millions of dollars and that would have covered the entire cost. That, that's not the scene anymore. Means I want the customer to be with me. Is it almost like when you start a business or a startup, you know, it could be anything, then you have a break-even point, right? Like, yeah. is that what my understanding is? Am I right? Now, they make a decision at the point of sale mm-hmm. uh, for using our product or any other B2B uh, SaaS product for certain goal. But this goal continues to change. Um, as the time goes by, their goal continues to change from one month to, or let's say one quarter to another. And when they hit the growth, growth phase, there is a radical change in terms of why they have even purchased this product. If the customer is not extracting the value out of the product that they have initially decided mm-hmm. to buy, then they will change right. to a new product. And how, as a vendor or as a, just like how Girish says, is as a friend, right. as a friend in Freshworks. So, uh, how you can connect to the customer, ensure that you are helping the customer uh, get the right value for their changing goals. You said a good point right there where Girish says being a friend. Uh, I want to understand more on this, right? Uh, how does your team, you know, being as a friend is a huge thing, right? A customer is no longer be, it's not like, you know, okay, you gave me money, so I'm going to give you that value. But it's much more than that. So how do we at Freshworks, you know, uh, work around being a friend? What do we do in order to, you know, capture that? Okay, the first thing is I feel uh, customer success as a function, I think we uh, as a company are trying to redefine that. Even irrespective of how much the customer pay, it could be even $2 per month, we have 100% coverage for all the customers. So it is highly democratized. And uh, I would say it's more on being my customer Mm -hmm. rather than how much you're paying me. So that's a first take. The second one is being a trusted advisor to uh, our customers. Maybe at times we, we, we even recommend our customers to go ahead and integrate with products mm-hmm. so that it, it's part of their ecosystem. Let's say they have five products already that they're using. Mm-hmm. It could be even competing products. Right. So it could mean maybe for customer satisfaction survey, they use a different product. And we bring them together and make them talk to each other to complete my customer's customer lifecycle management. Interesting. Right? And uh, so that's that's more important because that's what you expect your friend to be. It means much more trusted advisor for you. And that's what we practice. Why does CSM management matter? So it, it depends on how you look at the customer. You, you have a group of customers. Let's even put a number to it. Let's say I have... 500 customers, right? Uh, whether all the 500 customers are in the same need and the ma- uh, whether it needs a uh, in-depth management and all of them came at different point in time mm-hmm. uh, uh, to, to evaluate and use our product. So it's about segmenting customers. Okay. So what I've seen is the, there are more companies, those who see customer success 
as a part of a team which actually only drives product adoption the, the customer success is getting cracked by different company different methods uh, there are uh, companies who just merged their support and customer success together uh, on to prayer's question so that's how it's been handled so how it makes sense to your business right how you wish to segment your um, customers. customers is it by industry or is it by the the revenue they are contributing or is it by region mm-hmm. uh, so all this is very important or there are companies those who um, i've heard this wherein uh, customer success teams book books change every 3 months and uh, it's i couldn't understand why though uh, but the the next quarter let's say we are in q1 now so q2 renewal uh, customers are added to your q1 books and you just work on them q2 you get a fresh book for customer success there is a pattern like this as well so but it's it makes sense to spend some time and understand what is your underlying philosophy in which you are constructing your customer success uh, if you think you need to be with a customer always right then it changes the whole question the renewal period association period get, never gets into the play um that's what we believe in right one two um if you think industry wise your product needs to be implemented differently right. then it makes sense to have it as a part of your management strategy and uh, mrr or the number of accounts uh, in in a particular uh, company still plays a huge role because that's where you're going to decide whether it's a one on one to one kind of attach or one to many kind of attach and what are all the different it's similar to how you plan your uh, lead nurturing activity right but post say now what are all the different engagement meta content that you need so that you can you can ensure your customers are always engaged with you mm-hmm. right and at the same time we are helping them um, see the industrial changes that's happening and be the first player in terms of helping them adopt the newer technologies okay we have 35000 plus customers right now and do we make sure and ensure that every customer it does not matter whether they are 10 agents it does not matter whether they are 100 agents right we give the equal importance because i'm sure the learnings are different right absolutely uh so i thank you for asking this question because the way you engage with someone who has invested more with you mm-hmm. is completely different from someone who's just started using your product could be even a startup right mm-hmm. uh, as a customer someone who has invested more with you has more interest to come and talk to you in terms of how this could be implemented better mm-hmm. so it makes it much more easy for us to even engage with these customers where the engagement becomes much more tough is the the long tail of customers mm-hmm. that you have and what are all the touch points that you could have mm-hmm. so how we consume first chat internally to engage with our own customers so right. which is more of a chat based trigger wherein we try to segment our customers based on mrr and reason and all of that and we try to do a proactive engagement which is which is an in app engagement and that really helps us drive more adoption into the product and also be there when the customer wants to talk to us correct okay and uh, thank you for that you know whether it's 10 or 100 you know for us they are customers 
Correct. It doesn't matter, you know, what they, I mean, where they're coming from or what they're giving us. Exceptional customer success is what matters to us. Try to segment them as, means you, you had to segment the customer so that your messaging can be much more personal, mm-hmm. right? Could be industry association period or MR, bucket, high touch, low touch, whatever it could be. But you need to segment them, which is for sure. And have a plan in terms of similar to how you do a, a content strategy for nurturing leads, have a clear content strategy for your existing customers. So this could be any new feature that's coming up and uh, how, uh, let's say, different verticals in your customer uh, bucket can make use of this particular feature because most often people think they have outgrown the product. Okay. In, in reality, it is not that. So uh, m- we have that feature already. Maybe the customer is not uh, informed about, about it. it. So it's yes. about creating awareness again within your customer pool. And there is a sense of uh, the need in, uh, there is a sense of urgency in terms of looking for a a need to change the product. So once in three years, customers go out and hunt for products. So you need to be much more uh, aware of what's happening to your portfolio. Mm -hmm. So if I were to just put it in three bullet points on what you could do, Mm -hmm. I would say do not drop the ball. Okay. Right? What I mean is, Right after the sale, take it over and ensure your customer success team is in place to engage with the customer. Point two, have a clear engagement plan. This could be even just to call them and then say, okay, how is it going and all of that. And that is what predominantly done by account managers long time back. And now it needs a lot more content strategy. So that is what I've told you about. So that is number two, have an engagement strategy. Uh, number three is make them feel special, right? They are much closer to us. Mm-hmm. They should be, in, there is thousands of such cases where customers evaluating a product for their finance system and uh, the customer is giving us a call and then asking us, what product would you recommend that I can buy? So why this is happening? Because they are happy with our support and they think like we know every product under the roof and they expect expect us to do that. The same analogy is what I've even given you. They wanted to, uh, the travel, the tourism travel industry, Mm -hmm. they wanted to implement a contact management system and they gave that as a project to us. So it's, so make them feel special. It's not about just sending some swags across, but make them feel really special because you are here to take care of whatever they need need us great and uh, how do you focus on customer centricity right with so much going on uh, uh, can you talk a bit about that is it important first <laughs> yes certainly that's what we are yes, here for absolutely <laughs> and uh, what are your thoughts on it you know, what would you tell anybody uh, on the focus on customer centricity and why, why is it very important for any company for that matter? So I think uh, many people get stuck even before this. Mm-hmm. I, that's my perception about identifying your ideal customer profile, right? Um, and th- that is very key so that you can now start talking about customer centricity. Because a product of something like Freshdesk, it mm-hmm. is much tough because it's a help desk product, can be served for any company, any industry, internal, external, 
So it, it has many dimensions on how this could be used. So the way I'm looking at customer centricity is about uh, understanding group of my customers, mm -hmm. which is a tricky thing. I completely with you on that. So what I mean by that is um, getting to know where that particular industry is moving towards, right? So that's that's why it is so important to have that industrial touch mm -hmm. because we are so so we are covered in every industry right. as a help desk product. So unless and otherwise you have a vertical specific focus, we might become obsolete, mm -hmm. right? So we need to be much more careful in terms of understanding the industry specific needs. Say for example, uh, let's say if I need to, for an e-commerce business, I need to integrate with Shopify and what, uh, what are the information that I need to consume from this Shopify so that when a ticket gets raised by their end customer mm -hmm. and what information they need to see so that they can respond to uh, the questions right away. Or let's say in a bigger uh, e-commerce or a logistic company, uh, what are the uh, logistic systems that I need to be uh, integrating with? So these are much more very, very vertical focus. On top of that, so this what I mean to say is the, the customer centricity first is about understanding the industry specific needs, mm -hmm. right? And then where these industries are heading towards, okay. right? And uh, so this brings you that lens on how you need to continue to invest on your product. Unless and otherwise it translates to your product, it is tough. You can't just convince customer with words. Right. You need a strong product to complement your effort. Absolutely. That needs to translate to product and your product will stay relevant uh, like how Freshworks is throughout. When we talk about product, Kalyan, one of the questions that, you know, that I have for you is, uh, so the customer, right, uh, they constantly want changes in the product, not constantly, I'm assuming they will come back to you. Uh, they do come back to you maybe to add this feature, you know, to... Uh, or, or you know to bring in something that's not there right uh, if I have a business right and I've built a product uh, and right now I'm focusing on that but my customer comes back and says and hey I want a new feature added there am I going to add this because he's just a single customer and I'm just going to make sure that they are happy mm. or am I going to go back and say hey you know what I can't do this because you're just one company and if I do this I'm going to waste my resources my time and my money one common question across any product company because uh, customer feature request is always going to be thrown at you mm -hmm. and how you manage them it's not means there is I would say there is no uh, yes or no to things so many customers actually throw uh, features at us in mm -hmm. terms of what they expect in the product and uh, that's the wisdom of product management in terms of uh, understanding whether this particular functionality will make sense across industry across my customers and how to bring them up if it is a specific customer ask then you should have uh, a way in which you just do that for one customer which is a short project Maybe there are um, the ISVs uh, available in the market who can help you do that. So I'm saying do not ignore even that one single ask a customer mm -hmm. has, which is very valid for his business or their business. So um, 
Having said that, what needs to get into the product? Product gets roadmap from different dimensions, right? Could be from uh, analyzing my competition. Mm-hmm. Could be from uh, my prospects, not customers yet. Prospects, no, yeah. Prospects from my customers. And it could be even a tech debt or it could be some interesting new functionality that I'm trying to build in, uh, in my product for the first time and it's not available in the industry. So, so all this actually make it to my roadmap list for the product. And when I pick what I need to build for this quarter, it's mostly depending on my uh, technical strength or the technical bandwidth as well. But at the same time, there are some quick wins that we could do. At the same time, there are some, I would say, hard slot, right. but still it has a huge impact. Mm-hmm. So these projects need to be considered as well. Okay. Uh, hard slog with minimum impact, no one will prioritize that. Okay. And human intervention can bring in, and human can bring in. And uh, so when was the last time anyone has ever enjoyed talking to an IV or a robot? Oh. Right? <laughs> so, uh, so it's, I would say, maybe uh, AI bot or all the ML things will be used as a first line of defense but certainly the human's time will be put on for better use mm-hmm. and wherein we just get involved on what's going to really, really help the customer rather than uh, responding to some how to or where it is mm-hmm. kind of questions. Right. So I think that's where we are heading to as mm-hmm. well. And we are trying to means all our, uh, so if you, if you try to understand what we are trying to do with the ML and BART and AI and Absolutely. whatnot, right? Um, it's agent assist, mm-hmm. right? Means you onboard an agent much quicker and there is no huge ramp time. You can throw them on the floor, make them productive. Now, from a customer perspective, they interact with BART initially, but this BART collects the necessary information and weeds out if there is any... Uh, high level questions on can you help me how to do this are being taken care of and we just get the question that needs in human touch absolutely so we see the ai ml is not going to that that i think is our philosophy that we are the that's why you have the freddy absolutely the friend again so uh, we help them reduce that load and then focus on where where the human intervention is needed Brilliant. Thank you so much, Kalyan. Thank you. Uh, Cheers to customer success. And uh, I always keep saying like, I think uh, your, uh, what you said about who enjoys talking to IVR, (laughs) you know, uh, let's end with that. Here's to, uh, you know, AIs and humans working together and uh, having great customer success with that. (laughs) It was great to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Uh, And uh, for everyone listening, thank you so much. If you have any questions for Kalyan, please write in to us at freshthoughts at freshworks.com and uh, we will take those questions to Kalyan and get you the answers that you are looking at. Thank you so much and have a great day ahead.